You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hey, hey, welcome back to Positively Anti-Inflammatory. We are at episode 62. I'm so stoked about today's episode. So we are talking about the importance of food diversity. I'm going to explain what that means and why eating the same thing day after day is unhealthy. I will also recommend five tips to get you out of a food rut And I will share how to up-level your health and your life with food diversity. So when you think about what you ate yesterday, what you ate this morning, what you ate the day before, or even a few weeks ago or months ago, think about this. Do you find that you're eating the same foods over and over again? For many of us, if not most, it's very easy to fall into the comfort and routine of eating the same foods day in and day out. And it's like, why is that? Well, it's going to be different reasons for everyone, but generally we're choosing convenience or we're in a hurry or maybe we're confused about what we should be eating. Perhaps we're bored with food or literally just can't deal (laughs) with thinking about what in the heck to eat. Is that you? Do you find yourself walking aimlessly through the grocery store, hangry (laughs) and unprepared, and then just, you know, finding it easier to pick up the exact foods that you eat all the time? Or do you order the same takeout or delivery meals over and over? If you're exhausted, confused, or bored with food, you often end up reaching for the same thing out of convenience because you're too tired yet to make another decision. So if you can relate, you're not alone. (laughs) We are human. We are human creatures of habit. And we don't always prioritize nutrition. We don't always enjoy going to the grocery store or creating a shopping list, nor do we always prioritize cooking or meal planning or prepping. So we often find ourselves in the situation where we are hungry and annoyed and in a rush and we grab something that might not be the healthiest or perhaps you're trying to eat healthy so you stick to what you know is good and what's familiar like broccoli brown rice and chicken breast (laughs) i had a client who said that she that's basically all she ate for dinner was broccoli brown rice and chicken breast day in day out over and over again and she was so over it she was so totally stuck in this food rut. And she just simply didn't know what to eat. She was so bored with food and confused by what she should be eating. And she needed my help and support to guide her out of that food funk. (laughs) So that's what I help you do today. Are you in a food rut? Well, I have been there. And when I was thinking about this episode and working on it, so I want to share that this is I don't know why this is it's not funny at all but I'm just like thinking back on my life and my when I was in my 20s and one of my first jobs out of college I totally remember exactly what I ate every day <laughs> because I ate it for probably like 2 years straight this is what I would bring to work low fat vanilla yogurt 
a banana, a tofu dog in one of those like whole wheat buns. And then I would keep like a bottle of ketchup in my desk office. I'm sure I had something else too, maybe like chips or something. But literally, that's what I would bring to work every day for probably two years straight. And I would also have a really big, it was like in a pint glass, I'd go to the coffee shop. If I was at the coffee shop, I'd eat and drink it in a pint glass. Or if I was taking it back to work, I'd, you know, just get it in a to-go cup. But it was like a really big sugar, tons of sugar, very milky latte um, from this coffee shop around, from my, around the corner from my office. And that's what I would eat every day. So, um, and then I'm thinking for years, you know, fast forward a handful of years, my first job out of grad school, I remember <laughs> there was this um, I don't know, this like kind of bagel sandwich. But it was, it was actually a bagel place. Yeah, just around the corner from my office. And on my way to work, I would grab, um, this time would be a small coffee, but lots of sugar and milk <laughs> and a bagel and cream cheese every day, years. And, you know, sometimes I'd slurge and get a bagel with a tuna melt. But generally, it was just bagel and cream cheese. That's it. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, there's like, no nutrients. There is nothing in that. Uh, Anyway. And then when I first went gluten and dairy free back in 2012, I did not know what to eat because I was so used to just relying on, uh, you know, pizza and bagels and cheese. (laughs) So I ended up eating the same meal and the same foods over and over again. And I remember one of the meals that I ate just for months I had quinoa with Brussels sprouts, avocado, and edamame. (laughs) I literally, when I look back, I really think that I, I mean, I ate that. I mean, I I enjoyed it, but I also got like very bored of it. And I'm sure you can relate. It's just easy to eat the same foods all the time, especially if you're overwhelmed with life or you haven't yet prioritized your nutrition or maybe you have digestive issues or you're in some kind of pain and you're just feeling nervous about what you can actually even eat. So my question to you is, are there certain foods that you eat all the time? Well, Did you know that when you eat the same foods day after day, week after week, it is actually unhealthy? Continually eating the same foods leads to nutrient deficiencies, even if you're eating ostensibly healthy foods. It makes sense because even, you know, as healthy or nutrient dense a particular food may be, no single food or a small handful of foods contain the necessary nutrients to support optimal health. So when you think about nutrition and eating an anti-inflammatory diet, variety is key. Food diversity is a must. Our bodies need a broad range of macronutrients and micronutrients and vitamins and 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 nutrients and and eating a wide variety of, fu- of foods, especially wholesome foods found in nature like fish and meats and fruits and vegetables. This can help meet our body's nutritional needs. And this is very important to note that when you eat the same foods again and again, you increase your risk of developing a food intolerance or sensitivity to that food. Yep, that's right. The foods that you become sensitive to are very often those foods that you eat on a daily basis. So think about if there's one food that you eat like every day and you could never give up, 
Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily, but, you know, something to think about it. Something to think about. And when you have a food intolerance or a food sensitivity to a particular food, well, it causes inflammation in your gut. And inflammation and leaky gut are a root cause of health issues and disease and autoimmunity. And when you have leaky gut, aka an AKA intestinal permeability, foreign substances cross from your digestive tract into your bloodstream in your body, which cause system, you know, system, it causes body-wide systemic inflammation. So food sensitivities, leaky gut, inflammation can present in so many different ways. It could be headaches, skin issues, brain fog, joint pain, digestive problems like gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, and so much more. So if you have not listened to episode 20, where I talk about gut health, it's called What is Gut Health? What the what is leaky gut and why it matters? Go back and listen to episode 20. So this is why food diversity is super important. When you rotate the foods in your diet, when you eat a wide variety of foods, it minimizes stress to the immune system from hidden allergies, inflammation, and from disease. Okay, so rotating foods in your diet promotes a healthy gut microbiome, and we want a healthy gut microbiome. And in case you're unfamiliar, the gut microbiome essentially refers to your gut bacteria, it's good and bad, that live in your intestinal tract and is essential for immune function and ensuring proper digestive functioning and nutrition absorption. absorption. And your gut microbiome really thrives when there's a varied population of bacteria, good and bad. So this, you know, what's the best way to achieve this variety in your gut? Well, (laughs) you've already guessed it. Consume a diet filled with a wide variety of of assorted wholesome foods to keep your gut microbiome, all the bacteria fine-tuned and in tip-top shape. Keep your gut bacteria on its toes so it can work best for you. Plus, when you keep your diet varied, it will give you more energy and help with detoxification and digestion. And essentially, the more diverse the community of your your gut microbes, the lower risk, the lower the risk of disease, inflammation, and allergies. So you might be asking Alyssa, this is amazing. So how can I support a healthy gut, a healthy gut microbiome? How can I increase my good bacteria and support? gut health. Well, today we're talking about one way we can do it. And that is mix it up, (laughs) y'all. Mix it up. Food diversity is where it's at. Food diversity, or some might want to call it dietary diversity, is all about challenging the concept of constantly eating the same thing, constantly eating the same foods. And I'd like to recommend five tips for you to get you out of food rut, to elevate your gut microbiome, support gut health, and lower inflammation. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, swap. (laughs) So, you know, think about, let's say you, you have smoothies, you have smoothies. What do you normally put in your smoothie? spinach probably. So what I would recommend is swap that. Swap it for bok choy, beet greens, Swiss chard. All of these greens are delish in the smoothie. I can be a testament to that because I do that. And it's even fun when you go to the farmer's market, which is going to be another one of these recommendations, but, and you get 
beat the the beet greens and the beets, which beets are obviously great in smoothies too. But I either you know saute the beet greens or I put in the smoothie, and it's just it's such a fabulous way to eat those greens in a unique way and mix it up. So another swap is let's say you eat oatmeal all the time, so. You could swap it with quinoa or millet and do that sort of a porridge thing. And so you could rotate rotate those three. Or if you eat fish regularly, make sure it isn't all with salmon. That's a note to me because I love salmon so much. But, you know, try wild-caught haddock or anchovies or trout. Um, steelhead trout is my, my actually is kind of, sorry, salmon, I love you so much. But steelhead trout is kind of my number one fave these days. Okay, so number one recommendation for food diversity is swapping foods. And number two, oh, this is so important. Cook with a wide range of healthy fats. So rotate your fats and make sure you're cooking with fat. Make sure if you are... Um, if you're cooking, like you're, if you're sauteing or roasting and you have a high smoke point, make sure that you cook with fats that you can... Um, with a high heat that so they don't go rancid. So healthy, healthy cooking oils are like butter and ghee if you tolerate dairy, coconut oil, avocado oil, duck fat, lard, chicken, chicken schmaltz, <laughs> to name a few. Just please rotate those cooking fats. If you're thinking about making a homemade vinaigrette, you can use avocado oil. Um, walnut oil is good. Avocado oil is good too. So, but when you rotate and change up your cooking oils, it really ensures you're consuming a favorable combination of fatty acids, vitamins, omega-3, and omega-6 omega fats. So be super mindful of rotating your healthy fats. Number three, shop at a farmer's market or check out joining a CSA, which is a community support supported ac- agriculture, which I did for a few years. And then I found that there were just in the summer, there were too many uh, nightshades, <laughs> vegetables that I actually wasn't eating at the time and still I'm not eating, but we talked about that recently. I think it was last week's podcast. And, um, so anyway, but a CSA is awesome. You you buy into a farmer's share and you go weekly um, or whatever is happening in your community and you get your your weekly haul of fresh, local, seasonable food of uh, produce, which is amazing. Um, I have I'm obsessed with the farmer's market. And the thing about I mean, there's so many benefits to joining a CSA or the farmer's market. You know, it's sustainable. You're eating locally, seasonally. You're supporting farmers and local business. But when we're thinking about food diversity and and nutrition, you are getting more nutrients from your food because the produce and the meat, your fish that you're getting there is so fresh. It has not traveled across the, con- the country for days when you are buying it in season at the farmer's market. And most likely you are being introduced to different vegetables or fruit that you haven't, that you don't just normally find at the grocery store. You know, I mean, sunchokes or ramps. There are just, it's so, it's just so fun 
for me at least, and I hope for you, shopping at the farmer's market to try something new and experiment and look it up and see what you can do with it. I love it. So shopping in the farmer's market is so fun, I think, and an amazing way to get yourself out of a food rut. And then number four, each time you grocery shop at the store, I recommend trying one new food item like in the produce section that you've never tried before or you haven't had in a very long time. So, you know, when's the, you know, I mentioned, I mentioned sunchokes because they're they were just at the farmer's market the other day. But when's the last time you had rutabaga or watermelon radishes or dandelion greens or broccoli sprouts or microgreens? All of these you can find at the farmer's market, but you can also find at at a good grocery store. And so going and choosing one new food in the produce section, it could be a fruit you haven't had in a long time too, like persimmons or pomegranate, you know. But um, it's just, it's it it helps it helps mix things up and and it and it helps with your just i don't know i think making things fun and and getting yourself out of just the same old foods day in day out week in week out and then a fifth recommendation for getting out of a food rut is try cooking one new di- one new dish with three ingredients that you've never tried before or you haven't had in a very long time whatever that is you know, you can, I just think, I mean, I happen to be a recipe gal. (laughs) Like I could sit there, oh Lordy, on my, you know, phone or my computer and just like, just go through, just look at recipes. And I know not everyone is like that, but I find a lot of joy in that. (laughs) But this is something you could experiment with, even if you're not so jazzed about cooking, is, hey, try one new ji- one new dish with, you know, three ingredients. Just aim for that, you know, that you haven't tried before, you haven't had in a long time. Give yourself that challenge and have fun with it. But the bottom line with this is really being aware of what you're eating, being mindful of this, and making an effort to mix it up. So even if you think about you know, leftovers. So like, for example, I I personally love leftovers. I don't have a problem with leftovers. And when I meal prep, I, uh, you know, I'm happy to eat the same dish for like breakfast or lunch or dinner or whatever. Um, Sometimes I, you know, mix up whatever meal I'm eating it for. But, you know, for like three, maybe even four days, you know, sometimes I just take out a couple portions and then I freeze some for the following week or the next couple weeks. But there's different ways to experiment and look at it and just really keep in mind that when you're when we're thinking about food diversity and rotating your foods, it doesn't necessarily have to mean swapping out entire meals. It's back to that idea of just, you know, swapping, you know, let's say you have a big salad every day for lunch, you know, swapping out spinach, your standard for arugula, you know. Or if you are having almond milk every day in your, you know, latte or whatever, switch it up for oat milk or coconut milk, you know, macadamia nut milk. It can be, you know, even trying purple cauliflower versus white cauliflower because they have different nutrients. It's so cool. You know, again, the point is just to be aware and mindful of what you're eating and thinking about, you know, making this it's new and fun and simple ways to mix it up. 
So next time they're at the grocery store, think of me. (laughs) Well, think of yourself, of course, and think of me. And then choose one new vegetable that you've never tried or you haven't had in a long time. And then tag me on Instagram. (laughs) Hashtag food diversity. Let's do this. So uh, let's up-level our health and our life together with food diversity and get ourselves out of a food rut. And I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I hope this episode inspired you to think about the importance of food rotation and how it really impacts, you know, your nutrition, your digestion, your inflammation, um, your immune function. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would help spread the word share it with a friend. Let's grow and build our positively anti-inflammatory community together. And until next week, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, The Essential Guide.